on this episode, testing and tweaking updates. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holistic Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Mathis. Thank you for being here. It is Friday as I record this. Man, I hope you guys have an awesome weekend coming up. Today on the show, I want to update you guys just on a few things that I've been testing and kind of working with the last little while. Some of them you're kind of familiar with, some maybe not, but I want to kind of update you on a few of those things and uh, hopefully in a way that's going to help you guys in your own testing. Before we get into that, just a reminder, as always, I'm here to, to support you however I can. Shoot me a text message, 801-742-1439, or book a clarity call. Go to calendly.com slash Stephen Mathis, or hit the link in the show notes for that. By the way, speaking of show notes, if you guys are listening to this uh, today on Friday or sometime in the next, I don't know, day or two, uh, for some reason, all of the show notes, uh, it seems, <laughs> are not appearing for all of the old episodes of the show on all the different platforms. So I think that it's uh, temporarily an issue with my, uh, with the host that actually hosts the show. So working on that, if you happen to notice that, uh, hang in there, have a little patience, come back, text me if you need the link to something, I'd be happy to send it to you. Uh, but at some point, the show notes will be back and uh, all the information and links to find me on the various platforms and all that will be there. Let's talk about a few updates on things that I've been testing and tweaking. So one of these, uh, a while back, I gave up caffeine. Uh, I've been, I've had some kind of caffeine almost every day for the last almost 20 years, like a really long time. Um, not every, every single day, but really for the most part. Right. And in my early years, that was, oh, soda and energy drinks and just the energy drink thing. That was, that was not good. Eventually I got a little bit smarter than that. And I at least switched from energy drinks to coffee. And I drank coffee for a very long time on, uh, on a daily basis, pretty much. Right. Not like ginormous amounts, but, uh, but you know, pretty regular, like I'd have, uh, you know, a mug of coffee in the morning and a mug midday or early afternoon or whatever. So it was a decent amount and I drank coffee for quite a long time. I decided that it was time to give that a test to go without any caffeine at all and just see how I responded. You know, I mean, you hear good things from a lot of people who do that. And, uh, while, you know, some people kind of highlight some of the benefits of, um, caffeine or coffee specifically, there are of course some potential, uh, downsides as well. So I figured, all right, well, I'm going to, I need to give this a test, right? I'm all about testing and trying stuff. So I completely stopped all caffeine overnight, um, which, you know, that's kind of the way that I roll with things. Sometimes, um, I could have probably eased off of it a little bit and made the process a little bit easier. Uh, but I just, it was a decision I made one day and I was like, okay, well, this is it. Uh, so went completely without caffeine and ended up going, uh, well, my initial time was 30 days. So I decided at the, at the onset that I was going to do 30 days completely caffeine free, um, which I did the first, uh, six, seven days was honestly kind of brutal. It wasn't really brutal in the way that you would expect. Um, I didn't really have like significant headaches or anything. 
my energy levels, uh, you know, they kind of, they recovered relatively quickly. Um, I did find that like my mood was kind of still dragging. The worst part was actually had terrible muscle pain, which is something that actually a pretty decent number of people experience in caffeine withdrawals. And, uh, that was gnarly night. The third and fourth night was just, uh, it was brutal. That was probably among the worst muscle pain that I've ever had. And it was different than typical, you know, like tightness or cramping or something like that, that I've had in the past from maybe a combination of being really sore and, you know, kind of electrolyte imbalances and things like that. It was just totally different and, um, electrolytes, magnesium, all the, all the things I normally do to address some kind of like cramp didn't work. And it didn't really feel like that. So it was just this weird, like withdrawal muscle pain. So that was kind of gnarly, but I got through that. And then, uh, you know, gradually kind of things got better. My energy improved. Um, I started to sleep better that first week. Uh, I actually could not sleep, which you would think like, Oh, you're quitting the caffeine. You would think all of a sudden you'd be able to sleep better. I could not sleep at all the first almost week. And then after that, um, I did actually start sleeping better. And that was one of the things that I definitely noticed is my sleep has improved. And that was one of the things that I actually wanted to really pay attention to because I'd kind of gotten to this point where I was feeling like even on nights when I would get enough, you know, hours of sleep, uh, I would just not wake up feeling that rested, right? And actually really quite tired sometimes. And so I kind of was wondering like, okay, maybe it's the caffeine affecting my sleep quality. So anyway, that was one of the things I was paying attention to. My sleep definitely improved. I started falling asleep a little bit easier, staying asleep uh, on a more regular basis and waking up feeling a little bit more rested. So it definitely did affect that and improve that. So anyway, went the 30 days, kind of gradually things improved. One thing that continued to be a challenge was uh, was workouts. I I've always I mean you know a decade plus easily of basically having some kind of caffeine before the vast majority of workouts. You know not like every single time I moved, but before you know sort of meaningful intense workouts. Pretty much I've had some kind of caffeine uh, going back a long time. So that was definitely an adjustment for sure. Uh, but it was a good thing. I mean it forced me to. Uh, to adapt and grow in certain ways. And that ended up being a good thing. So I went to 30 days uh, and kept going actually. And I, and didn't really make a determination on the, you know, when I started it of like, okay, this is going to be for everything or not or whatever. I just, I just decided, okay, I'm going to go 30 days and see how it goes. So I went 30 days, was feeling pretty good, kept going. Uh, ended up going about in terms of completely caffeine free, ended up going about uh, whew, uh, nine nine weeks, something like that. I don't have the precise number of days in front of me, nine or 10 weeks, something like that. And then I eventually decided that I wanted to kind of test it and see how it went. One thing that I've, uh, that I've had in the past a decent amount is uh, yerba mate, which is basically a, a tea, right? And um, it's a little bit different. Obviously it's different from coffee in the sense that it's not coffee, <laughs> but it also has um, another compound uh, called L-theanine that kind of balances out the the caffeine and it just it has a, you know obviously different compounds because it's a different different plant right so um, I've liked yerba mate in the past but I never got like real into it and then I switched to coffee and that was kind of years ago so I decided I wanted to kind of give yerba mate a try so I started uh, drinking some some yerba mate not huge amounts and was really feeling pretty good it was giving me a little bit of a boost kind of pre-workout or when it you know i would have it a little bit in the morning a little bit midday um, but i was still sleeping really well which was awesome so i was like okay you know maybe i'll 
leave the yerba mate in. Uh, one day I was out of yerba mate and I had some coffee left over from before. So I decided, all right, well, I'm going to give coffee a test and just see what happens. I mean, the whole thing is a test, right? So I'm going to see what happens. So I drank coffee and I slept terrible that night. Uh, I felt just different, just more kind of edgy, uh, very much different than I had been feeling on Yerba Mate. So it took one day of that and I realized, okay, um, I'm not going to do the coffee. And I don't know that that's a forever thing, but it's definitely a for right now thing because the benefits that I felt coming off of caffeine entirely was like, okay, this is pretty good. And then the yerba mate has been such that, and I've kind of been rolling with that since then. And the yerba mate has been working in such a way that I feel like it gives me a little bit of a boost, but it doesn't put me on edge, doesn't affect my sleep. Um, and I feel pretty good. So at the moment, that's kind of what I'm rolling with and definitely not at the moment going back um, to coffee. I know there's a lot of people who drink coffee, feel really good. Again, I think um, it's all about testing. You know, maybe if it's been a real long time that you've been drinking coffee or caffeine every day, maybe you give it a test without, maybe you switch to some other, <clears throat> you know, kind of smoother, lighter form, something like that. Um, or maybe you just keep rolling with it. You know, everybody's unique and uh, you choose your path. So that's been mine so far with coffee and caffeine and rolling with the yerba mate in, uh, you know, small to moderate amounts right now and, and seeing how that goes. So feeling pretty good. Next update and things that I have been testing is, uh, the carnivore diet. If you listen to the show on a regular basis, you know, that a while back I tried carnivore. I had been vegetarian for a while and in the past I've, I've tried all kinds of things. And I mean, if, especially if I go back to my real early days of like trying to lose weight when I was really out of shape and overweight and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, oh man, some of the things that I tried, <laughs> uh, live and learn, right? So I've tried a lot of things over the years and a lot of different, uh, quote diets, which I hate that word, but, uh, let's call them ways of eating, right? I've tried a lot of different ways of eating and I had been fed vegetarian for a while and I figured, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do a test. I'm going to do the complete opposite. One thing that I haven't tested was kind of carnivore where it's, you know, purely, basically purely meat and animal products. And I didn't really have expectations other than it was just like, okay, I guess I'm going to give this a try because I haven't tried it yet. So, uh, started that and it did not take me a long time to, for me to not feel good. And it did not take me a long time to realize that at least at that moment, it was not something that was working with my mind and my body. Um, I really got to where after not very long, a few days I got to where, um, I really almost would have rather fasted versus eating that. Um, and, and I just, I just felt off and it actually threw me off. So I really did. I didn't do it for very long. And I was like, okay, well that's enough of a test for now because I just, I was not feeling good. And I had other, um, you know, priorities. I wanted to continue moving forward. And I was like, this is just not working right now. So, um, so I stopped doing that and I've been back to doing the vegetarian thing since then. Um, but it was, uh, it was just, yeah, it was very interesting to, to note how quickly it affected me. Now, a couple things with that. I don't necessarily know that that means that I'll never eat meat again. And I'm certainly not saying that you should never eat meat again or anything, you know, you choose your path. I know different bodies respond in different ways. One of the things that I believe is we have very different, um, lineage in terms of our ancestors, where they, where they come from. Right. And one of the things with us as humans is we are very adaptable creatures, which is awesome. 
Um, and actually it can be a negative thing cause we can adapt to shitty circumstances and just, we like st- get used to like, Oh, this is the way it is like internally or externally or whatever. But we're also adaptable in an awesome, in awesome ways. And I think one of the ways that we adapted over time was, um, you know, different, different groups of people in different areas, ate different things. And at times humans were vegetarian at times humans were, you know, some, some mix, um, some omnivore basically mix and, at times there were populations in various areas that ate almost exclusively animals. So I think that humans adapt different ways. And I think that modern humans, um, because we have lineage from probably a number of different paths going back, right? Um, I think that different bodies tend to respond in different ways. I think it's completely unrealistic to think that just the whole world is gonna start eating meat and everybody's gonna eat meat all the time. And, you know, the carnivores are all going to be happy and, and everybody's going to be perfectly healthy. I also think it's completely unrealistic that people are going to stop eating meat entirely. And, and, you know, everybody's going to be living in this like dreamy vegan world or whatever. Like, you know, I don't, I, it's not going to be either one of those things. It's always going to be everybody kind of choose their path, chooses their path. And, you know, maybe, maybe things will shift one way a little bit or the other way a little bit. Um, or, you know, a decent amount they shift, but there's always going to be both. And it's always going to be up to each individual human to, um, to test and figure out what works for you. So that's where I'm at at the moment on the carnivore thing. Wasn't really feeling good for me. Wasn't working. Um, not making any lifelong decisions based on that other than, uh, it's just not working right now. So back to the vegetarian thing, feeling pretty good. One thing that I'll note, a lot of people ask me what I eat. Uh, and it totally, it really, I mix it up a lot over time and it, cause I just, I'm always testing different things. Right. But what I'll do is I'll eat largely the same thing for like weeks or months sometimes. And I really kind of test like, okay. I mean, once I find something that, you know, a mix that kind of feels good. Uh, and, and then I, and then I'll test something different and I'll do that almost every day, like for weeks. So I, t- I test things in kind of runs like that to see, to see how they make me feel. Um, one thing that has been consistent for a number of years now, that is one of the most amazing things uh, that I've ever found nutritionally that I tell a lot of people about is bee pollen. Bee pollen is incredible. So we, I could do a whole episode on bee pollen and, uh, gosh, I think it might have one way back, way back in the archives, maybe on bee pollen. Um, you can scroll back and look at that. Uh, I don't remember I, for some reason, I'm not remembering right now. If I haven't done one, uh, maybe I should at some point, bee pollen is amazing. It's essentially the world's most complete food and it has basically everything that a human body needs. In fact, there's, you know, kind of theories that a human body could basically thrive on bee pollen alone. So a lot of people take bee pollen and a lot of people take it in kind of supplement uh, kind of quantities, right? They put a teaspoon or a tablespoon or something in smoothies. And I did that for a while. And then a number of years ago, I kind of was, you know, doing a little bit of research and doing a little bit of testing. And I kind of came to this realization like, okay, this is food. I mean, there's no reason that it should only be a teaspoon or a tablespoon. It's food. It's not a supplement. It's food. And in fact, it's one of the most powerful foods, if not the most powerful food out there. So uh, I upped the amount, started upping the amount from that little like supplement kind of quantity um, to larger amounts, eating like four ounces, eight ounces, 16 ounces sometimes in a day of bee pollen. And I felt incredible. And that's something that I've really stuck with. Uh, I don't, you know, occasionally there'll be a day where, you know, the local places I get it are out and I'll be without it for a day or two or three or whatever. But for the most part, I eat a pretty decent amount of bee pollen on a daily basis. And I'm a big believer in the difference that has made for my body. Uh, the highly bioavailable amino acids that you get from bee 
bee pollen, uh, the vitamins and minerals. It's basically nature's multivitamin. Um, the digestive enzymes, fatty acids. I mean, it just, it has an incredible mix of highly bioavailable nutrients. So I really rely on that largely. And then I, I mix up uh, the other foods that I'm, that I'm having, but bee pollen has stayed pretty consistent. So that is one thing that I probably do a little bit different, I'm guessing, than maybe what you're doing or what people you know are doing. Not that many people um, comparatively really know about or consume bee pollen, but I think, you know, maybe maybe more should. And now you guys do. And I would love for you to try it. One thing, if you try the bee pollen is, uh, start with just a real small amount, like a few granules, just to make sure you don't have any kind of reaction. Most people are not actually technically allergic, but what bee pollen is essentially is really small pieces of lots of different plants. And so it's a lot for our body to kind of like evaluate. It's got to evaluate all these things, how it's going to respond to each individual thing. So it can be a little like overwhelming. So just if you do try bee pollen for the first time ever, start with a small amount, make sure you don't have any kind of like reaction. And then you can ramp it up a little bit, make sure you still don't have any reaction. And then from there, you can pretty much um, go for it because it's food. And if your body's not reacting, you're probably gonna do well on more. So uh, bee pollen's amazing. Uh, so that's the carnivore thing and a little bit kind of on my diet and where I'm at on that testing. Uh, another thing that I've been testing is uh, burpees. So a few months ago now, I connected with a couple people online that, and that were running these awesome burpee groups, um, a couple in particular, and uh, started doing burpees. I mean, I've done burpees in the past, and but they've always just been, you know, occasionally. I've never, I've never done them any meaningful, regular way. And again, because I'm always testing things. Um, I decided to like really kind of put this to the test and, and start doing burpees on a very regular basis. And if you guys are connected with me on any of the social media platforms, you know this, you've seen me doing a lot of burpees. However, I have not always done this. I have been training uh, hard and consistently on a pretty much daily basis for a long time now, um, but it hasn't always been burpees. That's been a recent, a recent change and a recent thing that I found. And what I want to, I guess, share in that is that it's been one of the most powerful things that I found in my training. I mean, it's really been interesting and awesome to see what has happened in my mind and my body as I've really consistently uh, and with intensity done burpees day after day. Um, there's, you know, I, there's just something about them um, and, and there's different variations, you know, and things like that, but there's just something about them, this combination of kind of the way that it pushes your mind the way that it combines strength and cardio, the way that you can kind of get in a groove. There's just, there's some unique things about it. And I've really found it to be really amazing. And my, the benefits that I felt from it, number one, my, my cardio and my wind strength has dramatically improved. Um, my mental strength has improved. I mean, that's something that I'm always working on, but I've really found burpees to be really powerful for that. Um, I've gotten a lot stronger for sure. Um, and one of the, one of the nice things, which I don't really, I'm not like super, I don't care about it that much, um, is my core. So I've never really been real big into doing isolated kind of core, uh, work or, you know, focusing on my abs or whatever. I just kind of train my body in functional ways and, and my core has gotten stronger as, as a result of that. And I've done some core at times over the years, but never been a huge, huge focus. Um, and more recently, uh, I've done a lot of just like bar core work, knee raises and 
Tota bar and that kind of thing. So, you know, I have definitely done some, but one thing that I found with burpees is they have, they have changed my core in a shorter period of time than anything else I've ever done. And more than just me, these, a couple Facebook groups that I'm in of, uh, that are burpee groups. I see these people, I've seen these people, uh, a lot of the people that, you know, were already there and the new people that have like kind of joined, I've seen over and over again, how people start doing burpees consistently. And all of a sudden their core just like tightens up and gets like all shredded. It's incredible. I mean, if you do burpees on a consistent basis, you're going to be in better shape. I'm not saying it's the only thing that you should ever do. Certainly not. I think we need to mix up our movement. Um, but I'm, I've become such a big believer because I've seen and felt the way that they have impacted my body. And I didn't have that expectation. I d- I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to try this again. Cause I'm, cause I try things. Right. Um, I didn't really think it was going to be, you know, that much different. I mean, I've been training my body hard in different ways for a long time, but man, I started doing burpees and, and all of a sudden a few weeks went by, you know, four five, six weeks went by and I'm, and I'm seeing the changes in my body. I'm feeling the changes in my mind. I'm feeling the changes in my, you know, cardio, um, you know, cardiovascular strength. And just, I was like, wow. And then I'm seeing all these people that are, that are experiencing the same and my core is getting all like tighter and stronger without me even really focusing on core just because I'm doing the burpees because they, they hit it in such an awesome way. And the combination of just the way they fire up your metabolism, um, I think is awesome. So anyway, that's where I'm at on burpees. Burpees kick ass and I see them kicking ass for so many people and I felt it in my body. So, uh, mix it up, do all kinds of things. You know, you don't want to limit yourself to one, to one thing ever, no matter what that one thing is. But uh, having said that, I would highly recommend that burpees become a part of your daily life and you'll get stronger. Your, your mind will get stronger. Your body will get stronger. Um, from an overall strength standpoint, your cardio will get better. Um, and, uh, you know, most likely your core is going to get a lot stronger and, and leaner. Right. And I know a lot of you guys are, are thinking about that. Right. So burpees kick ass, do more burpees every day. Uh, the last thing in terms of testing and tweaking updates is something that I have talked about recently somewhat, but just another reminder, and that is nasal breathing. I've talked about this on a couple episodes ago in regards to erections and other, you know, some of the other impacts, but man, the more time goes by, the more I become convinced of just how powerful this is. And I'll have nights, I've had like one or two nights recently where I've forgotten to tape my mouth at night which is one thing that I've been doing and I could feel such a difference in the morning. One thing that I'll tell clients uh, a lot of times and that I maybe have mentioned on the show in the past is that sometimes when you try a supplement, for example, you can actually tell more how it was affecting you when you stop taking it because your body kind of slowly adapts to having it. Then you stop taking it and it's like, boom, all of a sudden you kind of get this switch and and you become much more aware of, oh, actually this is kind of how it was affecting me because now this is how I feel different when I, when I stop it. Right. And I've had that experience with taping my mouth at night where, you know, yeah, as soon as I started doing it, I was immediately like, wow, this, uh, you know, the first night I was, I was sold. I was like, okay, this is going to be a part of my life forever because I felt so much better. So I, you know, started doing it every night, but then I've had a couple of nights where I forgot where I lay down and I was like, um, you know, meditating and sending an audio message and doing a couple things on a couple nights, uh, where I wasn't quite ready to tape my mouth yet. And then I fell asleep. 
And those mornings, I have felt the difference really significantly, like not nearly as rested. Um, I'm more rested with less hours when I, when I tape my mouth, when it's exclusively nasal breathing. Um, I just, I feel better in every way. And then I've had those couple nights where I've forgotten and I could just feel it like, whoa, I realize how awesome it is when I actually don't do it for a night. So the nasal breathing thing has been incredible. I've been doing it during workouts too. Um, which you guys have seen me again, if you're connected with me on social media, you've seen me talking about that a little bit, taping my mouth. Um, my, the performance benefits have been real. They've been real. Um, it takes some adaptation and it especially takes, I find that almost every workout that I do that way, especially if it's something, you know, relatively intense, like burpees or whatever, I face, uh, a period of time where my mind and my body are like, you're not getting enough air. You're not getting enough air. Right. And then if I keep kind of like just settle in, push past that, then actually my breathing slows down and I start adapting and I feel really strong and I feel really good. It keeps my body more relaxed. It keeps, keeps my mind more calm. And I'm actually feeling literal performance benefits. I'm breathing better. I'm putting out more energy doing that. So it does take some adaptation, but it's been absolutely amazing. And then I'm also focused on just doing that the rest of the day. My, I mean, you know, I'm talking right now, so my mouth is open, but pretty much if I'm not talking, eating, or drinking, my mouth is closed now. And that's because it just, you know, it's, it's that effect that, that I've had a lot. And, and I think some people, maybe not as much, but it's a really powerful and amazing effect. And that is when you listen to your body, when things start to really work, um, you get more automatically drawn towards them. Like things that make you feel really good, things that, you know, that start to really work with your mind, your body, whatever you, they, they start to become more automatic. You become more drawn towards them. You enjoy them more, right? So I'm definitely experiencing that with the nasal breathing. It's just becoming much more automatic. It's feeling more right with every day that goes by. So that is some updates on some stuff that I've been testing. And uh, hopefully that, helps you guys and is of some value to you. I know the nasal breathing thing, man, if you put that into play, yeah, you're going to feel that the burpees. Yeah. You're totally going to feel that the idea of testing and tweaking overall. Yep. That's going to help you too. Um, the carnivore thing, you know, choose your path, test and tweak. That's, that's the part of that. That's going to help you. And the lesson to take is, is you got to test and see how things feel. So anyway, send you guys good vibes, get out there, get after it. It's rainy and cloudy today. So I'm about to head out, um, I think back up into the mountains somewhere because, uh, oh, that, you know, I'll mention that other thing, actually one other thing really quickly, which is training at altitude. Um, I know not everybody has an opportunity to do this. Um, however, you can buy like altitude training masks and things like that if you really wanted to do it. Uh, but I know a lot of you guys do, if you maybe travel a little bit, you can get it in the mountains. Um, and for some of you guys, it's relatively close, but training at altitude has been really powerful. Um, it's definitely harder. It, things hit different <laughs> at higher altitude. That is for sure. But I'm feeling major benefits where um, I'm getting stronger and stronger at altitude. And then I come back down, you know, into the valley, which here in Salt Lake is already about, you know, 3,700 feet. So it's not like we're at sea level. We're already at some altitude. But when I come back down into the valley from, you know, 10,000 feet back to 3,700 feet or so, uh, I can wow, I can feel it. So training at altitude has been awesome. So anyway, get out there, get in the mountains. If you can get outside, get, you know, maybe outside your apartment, downtown park to the beach, wherever you can get outside, get after it, keep grinding, keep doing the work and maybe do some burpees. Uh! 
do some burpees. I'm going to do some burpees today. I guarantee you. And guess what? I'm going to be doing burpees every single day because it's just part of what I do now. So do some burpees. We'll do them together. We'll keep grinding, keep getting after it. Let me know if I can do anything to help you. Again, as always, shoot me a text 801-742-1439 or book a clarity call. Hit the link in the show notes if there are show notes. Um, hopefully those will be back soon. And uh, yeah, if not, or uh, if you have any other questions, shoot me a text 801-742-1439. Or you can also email me. I don't mention my email a lot, but you're welcome to email me. Stephen at holisticalpha.com. Speaking of holisticalpha.com, I'm going to have a new website coming uh, relatively soon now that will have all of the podcast episodes, first of all, where they'll be uh, linked together by topic and they'll be much more easily searchable. So I know there's a lot of guys who will dive in and they'll want to dive into kind of a particular topic and there's different episodes of the podcast sprinkled back through the archives on that topic. And I know it can be a little bit of a challenge to find your way through that. So one of the things with the new website, it's definitely going to make it easier to do that kind of thing, explore the content and uh, other parts of the site that'll be awesome as well. So that'll be coming soon. Um, hang tight for that. But in the meantime, yeah, shoot me an email, steven at holisticalpha.com. Shoot me a text message, 801-742-1439. Sending you guys good vibes. Have a kick-ass day and I'll talk to you on the next episode.